Hello and welcome to our podcast for college Catholics, where we discuss faith and spirituality from a Catholic perspective. I'm Father Patrick. At the beginning of this year, 2024, I attended SEEK, a conference geared toward college students, where there were some 20,000 young people and about 400 priests, and sometimes up to 24 bishops in attendance during four, five days. This year it took place in, uh, at America Center, a convention center in downtown St. Louis, Missouri. For me as a priest, the highlight was the amount of sacramental graces that you could perceive flowing through and reaching so many people. There was a particular day, Wednesday evening, dedicated to adoration and confession. But there were several moments, apart from those moments on Wednesday evening, where some 40 or more priests were available for confession, and there was an adoration chapel where there was a constant flow of people in prayer and adoration. I think I might have been hearing confessions for a while, around uh, six to seven hours in total over the three, four days that I was there. But there were many other priests also available, and the lines for confession were really long most of the time. So you could recognize how God was bringing grace to so many people through the action of the priests. In fact, through sacramental confession, through the Holy Mass, and through the many blessings that people would request randomly, you could recognize the work of God being done through the consecrated hands of the priest. But those miracles of grace, though somewhat visible, are not clearly physically visible. They require faith. They require willingness to accept that one's sins are forgiven, and the interior peace is given through the action of the priest's hands, because these things are not always clearly visible outwardly. However, there was a very simple event that happened to me, which helped me remember that, yes, indeed, God works through the consecrated hands of his priests in ways that only he decides and when he chooses. So this is the simple thing that happened to me. Uh, I was using the restroom sinks at one point later in the conference, and the bathrooms had been, uh, little by little, began to be less clean. Sometimes the paper towels were missing, and there was water all over the floor, and I perceived how the janitors were scrambling to keep up with the use of the facilities. I imagine it must have been quite difficult with 20,000 people using the conversion center during four consecutive days. So quite often you could see people lining up to use the restrooms and so forth. In this case, there were very few people, if any, in the bathroom. And as I was washing my hands, a janitor came in and tried to replenish the paper towels in one of the dispensers. So when he tried to close the lid of the dispenser, it wouldn't close. He tried and tried, sometimes slamming a bit harder, but to no avail. I noticed he was getting flustered, so I thought I'd try to say something friendly and encouraging. So, I said, it doesn't seem to want to cooperate, right? But the answer was not so friendly. The janitor grumbled something that I didn't understand, but he was definitely frustrated. He kept smacking the door of the dispenser, trying to lock it with a key, pushing it sideways, trying up and down, but it wouldn't cooperate. So I wanted to help, but I was concerned that any intent would be taken negatively and be more counterproductive. 
So at this point, I realized he knew I was a priest as I was wearing my habit. And we were the only two people in the bathroom. So I didn't want to annoy him anymore. So I thought I better not say much. Uh, so as I finished washing my hands, I dried them with some extra paper that had been piled up near the sinks. And I was about to leave and I thought, uh, I should at least say something encouraging. So as I was passing behind him, I tapped him on the shoulder with my hand. And I said, I hope you can make it work. Hoping for a good reaction. Funny enough, at the same moment that I touched him, he tried again and the dispenser door closed. I didn't even realize, but he grinned with content and said, of course, the moment you touched me, the door closed. I looked at him with su some surprise, smiled, and added, thanks be to God, and went my way. The most important thing, of course, was not so much that the door of the dispenser closed, but that there was a little bit of joy in that man's heart instead of the frustration that was visible. It was a very simple, almost unimportant event, but one that helped me see in a more specific way the manner that God has of working through the consecrated hands of a priest. In fact, the hands of a priest are not different from anyone else's in their physical complexion. Their difference lies in the fact that God has consecrated the priest to act in the person of Christ. This consecration is particularly symbolized during the rite of ordination to the priesthood, when the hands of the priest are consecrated with holy chrism, a special type of olive oil that was consecrated during the chrism mass that same year. So just as Jesus was consecrated by the Holy Spirit, to fulfill the mission appointed to him by the Father, this is why Jesus is called Christ, which means anointed or consecrated, so too the priest is anointed with holy chrism and consecrated by the bishop, or if you want, by Jesus Christ through the bishop, to fulfill the priestly mission of being a channel of God's action, of God's grace in the world. And more precisely, his hands are also consecrated so that they may be dedicated primarily to the worship of God through the holy sacrifice of the Mass, and for the sanctification of the faithful through administering Holy Communion, through the laying on of hands, and the anointing proper of each sacrament, particularly the sacrament of reconciliation, or the forgiveness of sins, and all the many blessings that the priest can give with his consecrated hands. So let this be a great occasion for all of us, and for you in particular, to reinvigorate the appreciation of the Holy Priesthood of Jesus Christ in the Catholic Church. And please pray, pray uh, for priests, that our Lord may give us the grace to persevere always in a virtuous and holy way of life. Pray as well that our Lord may continue to call young men to the priesthood, and not only that he may call him, but that he may also give them the courage and the generosity to say no to the attractions of the world and to be willing to sacrifice it all for Jesus Christ and for the salvation of souls. That sacrifice is definitely worthwhile. May God, through the intercession of the Curie of Ars and St. Ignatius of Loyola, grant us more, many more, sound and virtuous vocations to the priesthood. 
Thank you for sharing your time with me today. I hope you liked this episode. And please share it with uh, your friends. And perhaps in that way, you too may become a channel of grace for others. May God bless you, and we will see you next time.